0: Live well, farm well, the farm strong podcast powered by the country.
1: Welcome into our Farm Strong podcast series, Live Well, Farm Well. I'm Rowena Duncan, executive producer for the country. Joining me today is Amber Carpenter. Now, Amber and her husband Fraser, they manage three farms in Papadimu, which is basically South Auckland, North Waikato, kind of on the border there. One is sheer milking 450 cows. The other two are beef blocks stocking 450 units at peak. They've also got two young kids so life is pretty busy on all fronts. And Amber Uh, First of all, we'll start with how did you get into farming? Hello.
0: Hi. um, Yeah, I have an interesting story into farming. I'm a city girl, born and bred. I was working in the fashion industry when I met Fraser We're talking a long time ago now. And that's basically how I ended up on farm, moved on to farm with Fraser about 15 years ago and started to understand dairy farming and agriculture and have fallen in love with it ever since.
1: What are the things that grip you, that give you that love for the industry? What's kept you coming back day after day instead of trying to convert Fraser back to fashion?
0: I think the the main thing in terms of the dairy industry and the primary sectors as a whole are the people are just incredible. Um, they are everybody's biggest cheerleaders. They're extremely helpful and you just know no matter what anyone's doing, you can call on them. Everyone wants to see everyone succeed. Just the help and support in this industry is amazing. And I think as well as being cheermakers for ourselves, like it's running our own business, we're able to kind of build the life that we want to have for ourselves and our kids so leasing our two beef flocks and shear farming our dairy herd we're able to kind of create the life that we're we're wanting to and kind of write our, our own rules and I think lastly would just be that connection to the land we're really big on protecting the land and the future of this country for our kids and ensuring that we're producing what top quality product for the consumers and ensuring that we're kind of leaving the land better than how we've found it.
1: It has been an interesting couple of years, obviously, for all farmers right around the world, especially here in New Zealand, with the effects of COVID-19, the lockdowns being so isolated on farm and being isolated from the rest of the world in terms of export. How have you managed to navigate some of those challenges?
0: Uh, yeah, it's been a really... Uh, interesting couple of years. A yeah, good um, word. Yeah, <laughs> Interesting is definitely one. I'm not going to lie. I feel like we've come out of like a crisis mode. Um, I was in a meeting with some great people from across the country and someone described the last few years as crisis mode and I, that really resonated with me. It was that word that hit. I was like, yes, that is how I feel. Um, it's been... Like life has not stopped. Being in a position where we've been very lucky to keep farming and keep working, you know, we haven't had to stay at home and um, our businesses haven't shut down. But at the same time, it's been quite a it's been quite a mental toll. Like you have, you've got to keep going. You're in this strange environment where the world is shutting down around you. At the same time, you're trying to protect your kids and understand and help them through what they're going through because they're not able to see friends, family. Or get back to normality of school, just like everyone, I don't think, we're any different than anyone else in the country. But also, you know, your team, making sure that they're, um, they're okay, that their mental health is okay as well. And then also looking after your own mental health. So it's been a bit of a whirlwind, as well as ensuring a well-run farming system as well, and not dropping the ball on anything. So... I think in all my ramble, I've actually just forgotten the question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, you're doing really well. And you've made some really interesting points there. You know, it's not just you, your husband, your family that you're all worried about in terms of mental well-being. It's keeping your team on farm. As we've mentioned, you've got three different operations merged into one. How have you managed to keep your team farm strong throughout this interesting, as you put it, time?
0: We were really open and honest about where we were all at, and I think communication's been the biggest key for us and just having that really open um, communication where everyone could just be themselves, no judgment, no fear, just be able to say how you're feeling. If you were no good, then just let the team know because as individuals, we're great, but we're better as a team, and farming is a team effort. Fraser and I can't do what we do without our incredible team and just as much as they can't do their job without us too because we provide the farm but we do it together and without each other you know we're not as strong so we kind of made sure we opened up really clear lines of communication in our team meetings instead of just deep diving straight into what was happening that week it was like how is everybody going. Fraser and I were always really honest in how we were feeling um, because everyone has different stresses and everyone handles stress differently too. Something that might not be a big deal to you is actually a big deal to somebody else Um, and understanding that as well. So, yeah, just being very mindful of everyone's different situations and how everyone was coping.
1: How important have Armstrong's five ways to wellbeing been for you personally and also for your wider team? They've been really important
0: for us Definitely around just kind of that connection um, in terms of opening up communication lines and as well as communicating it is that live well too. So understanding stress, burnout, what goes into your body. Well-being is all-rounded. It is not just a mental thing. It is a physical and nutritional part to play as well. So farm strong played a really big part. Looking at the well-being videos throughout calving, that is a huge stress and pressure time of the year for us. So um, taking on all the feedback that FarmStrong puts and all the resources that that they have has been fantastic for us.
1: You have quite a big operation. You've obviously come from a different background, so you bring different perspectives. But what would your advice be to people who are just starting to build up that bigger operation, who are starting to look at employing people for the first time? What have you learnt that you think they could benefit from?
0: Um, I think no matter how much experience you have or, yeah, how comfortable you are in a situation. I think having a lot of people around you to bounce ideas off, to call on when you're unsure of things or just to kind of help you through the process has been really key for Fraser and I. We're very lucky to have a really big support system throughout the country and just our rural professionals are amazing and we've really leaned on them in certain times just to either clarify that we are doing the right thing or to give us kind of that support where we're like, oh, we're not too sure, should we have done this or should we be doing this? Um, And then also just people within our community as well just to kind of get different ideas from. So I think and one thing that the dairy industry does really well is community and people are there for you no matter what and we'll always put whatever they're doing down to help you. And dairy farmers are always, got a lot on their plate so how they find the time just always really impresses me so i think that community is is really key in starting out or making a a leap forward in whatever you're doing
1: carving is well underway on your farm you're heading towards the the tail end of it now how's it been going so far and how have your team coped Um, we can see the light. We're
0: well over (laughs) two thirds of the way through, which is great. We've had a a new team this season, so it's the first time we've had new staff on, and it's been a really great transition. We spent a lot of time just before carving started really working on the culture um, of our team and getting everyone to know each other really well. So we did a big session on that, which has helped a lot during this time, because once you get into carving, it is pressure, and that's when, um... You really do get to know people, but to be able to have that understanding and of how each person handles carving or pressure differently and being okay with it, because sometimes you might get a little bit snappy. And that's okay. Well, let's not take that to heart because we're just having, we're a bit tired. And so that can kind of help that situation. But in all fairness, I think this carving has been really good for us. Like all carving, it's come thick, fast, and hard. We're looking forward to the end of it, but it's been a smooth carving. The team have been supporting each other. The communication lines have been open. And I think that those few sessions that we had before carving has definitely helped us just to know that this is a safe space and when we are tired or under pressure or can't get out of our heads, that the rest of the team are there to um, pick each other up.
1: Fantastic. Amber, just quickly, uh, it's been 15 years since you made that transition from fashion to farming. Do you regret any of it?
0: Not at all. Not at all. I would not go back. So, yeah, from being a a full-time corporate executive to a part-time dairy farmer, um, I would take the dairy farming over the corporate role any day.
1: Very well said. Amber Carpenter, Paparimu Farmer. Thanks so much for sharing your experiences and your advice to help other farmers live well and farm well. All the best for the rest of the season. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.